Hello, my name is Marcelo Pico, and with me is... Matt Carrion, we got one question for you. Hey, what you watching? Hey, what you watching? There you go. Um, <laughs> this is... I, I, I lost count. This is maybe the, the third or fourth episode of this. This is the third episode the third. of Hey, what you watching? There you go. You're, you're keeping track, Matt. I'm glad you I'm are. I'm trying to. <laughs> And for those My who old did- senile brain is uh, keeping at it. We're going <laughs> to keep on keeping on. Exactly. We're going to keep on keeping on until we both just don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, like a deteriorating uh, solid snake. I, uh, with a <laughs> nanomachine-induced aging, I will remember things as long as I can. <laughs> and for those who don't know, that is a reference to a video game. Um, <laughs> that uh, You mean real life. <laughs> real life? <laughs> Um, <laughs> but seriously, uh, what you watching? Hey, yeah, but seriously, hey, what are we watching? We're watching movies. For those that we are, who don't all know, the time, always. This is a spinoff of the Talk Film Society podcast. Um, this is not your normal Talk Film Society podcast episode. It's just Matt and I discussing what Matt. Uh, what we've been watching? Yeah, what, <laughs> what we've been watching. So what have what have we been watching? Um, why don't we look at our fancy list of things we're going to talk about and what's the yes. first what's the first one on the list i do believe it is uh steven spielberg's uh close encounters of the third kind close encounters of the third kind now i believe in the last episode uh you uh, mentioned that you were doing sort of a spielberg um uh watch like going through yeah kind of like a spielberg mini marathon yeah um and yeah, you, you watched Close Encounters this past week, and, yes, and, and, and so we and Close Encounters, yeah, and so have I. Um, yeah, so why don't you start, Max? Except, except wait, except you saw it in the theaters. Well, I don't want to brag. <laughs> you lucky, you lucky duck. <laughs> yeah, and I saw it on my birthday. Another. Ah. It was it was a, it was one of the best times that the movies have ever had. Um, yeah, ten out of ten, best birthday. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Um, but no, I mean. Okay, I'll start just a bit, and then and then and then you can jump in. Yeah. Um, I mean, Close Encounters. Like it, it's 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 a classic, right? I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. considered one of Spielberg's best. But um, and I said this on Twitter last. Um, I mean, this past week when I saw it, um, I said uh, it wasn't it wasn't until this viewing that I really fell in love with it. Um, before this, I was kind of. I guess uh, nonplussed about it, which is a, mm-hmm. a terrible thing to say. Like, I guess I didn't really get it. It it wasn't my it wasn't on like my top Spielberg list. So okay, yeah, yeah. But you know, miraculously, possibly thanks to the the experience of seeing it on the big screen, the sound, everything, seeing it on thirty five millimeter, seeing the correct version, the the the. Uh, the uh, director's cuts, the, the 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 most recent version of the film that Spielberg's yeah, Sp- uh, his uh, director's cut, yeah, the Spielberg's preferred version, all those factors, uh, yeah. After seeing this um, just recently, it's <laughs> I love it. it. It's now one of my top Spielberg movies. It, it's up there now. Oh yeah, I, uh, when push comes to shove, it's probably my favorite uh, Spielberg. Oh yeah, I mean it's. It, it it's it's all of a sudden for me pushed up into maybe like the top five. Um, yeah, it's really good, and his character work is great. Uh, the performances are awesome. Uh, when you're first uh, introduced to Roy uh, and his uh, 
pretty terrible family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you really feel for the guy. Uh, you realize that maybe he really did need this. He needed these close encounters just to escape this like awful home life that he had. Oh yeah, it, it, it is. It is interesting for me to see it from that perspective because um, I guess it, it didn't really hit me how much Spielberg uh, puts in his own personal issues in this movie. Oh this yeah, is- I mean during one of the fights that Roy and his wife are having, who uh, was played by the lovely Terry Gar. I oh, yeah. I've always loved her ever since I was a kid, and I saw her in uh, Mom and Dad Save the World. I don't know if you've seen that classic. <laughs> no, I've not uh, seen. It. Well, if you lived in the early 90s and you had HBO, they played it about every 40 minutes because <laughs> uh, it was made by HBO. It was like, but it was a theatrical release film. And it's, uh, yeah, Mom and Dad Save the World. John Lovitz is the villain. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. But I've always liked her. And they're having this screaming match. Uh, hold on one second. There's screaming children outside my window. <laughs> okay. Shut up, kids. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, they're having the screaming match, and I turn to my boyfriend, and I go, wow, Spielberg must have had a really terrible childhood, because like, he really throws everything from his personal like upbringing into these films, especially early on. Oh, yeah. It it, it has that... that um, oh God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Spielberg's parents were divorced, and yeah, you see this um this conflict this this theme throughout all of his films but you it, see it here and then you see it uh, in ET as well a lot oh yeah yeah it, it, it's it, it's almost yeah um i mean uh, a lot of people know that uh when spielberg was on the set of close encounters he got the idea for ET and in that sense it's like a spiritual sequel but then also you see like this this family who is missing a father um in 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 in, in ET and in close encounters the father just gets up and leaves in a spaceship so yeah. in that in that sense is it's another like connection it's another like spiritual sequel uh, in, in that aspect so it's it's interesting how Spielberg um it's almost like I, I, and I was thinking about this like right right after I saw it um it's almost like he was giving um, an excuse to his father, um, mm. like for, for like for the, the separation, for the divorce, and it's almost like you know it's it takes it would take something as miraculous as like being um, abducted by aliens, like and and like yeah. uh, meeting like this other race, uh, this other these other beings, to essentially like break a family apart. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's almost like he's just just dealing with that struggle of oh. Maybe there's a legitimate reason. Maybe something, um, just something else was there. I don't know. It 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 it, it was an interesting read seeing it this time. Um, yeah. And and before I, I saw it, and it didn't really mesh well with me. I I, I didn't really um, like how it ended because it seemed like it, it didn't feel right. But I think it. I think it works. It absolutely works. I know Spielberg has said now, talking about Close Encounters, that he wouldn't end it that way. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a young, young filmmaker's like uh, point of view. Yeah, it, yeah, and I think it, I think it works. It's just and it him. does work. It definitely does work. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just him dealing with like this this issue in a personal way, like Spielberg, and it's also the character I think um, of of uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character, uh, Roy Neary. Yeah, yeah, Roy. It, it, I think it, it works well in, uh, in in that character's arc. So yeah, it's. 
<laughs> it's yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, it's it's a great film, especially uh, from all the uh, performances. I mean, Melinda Dillon gives a great performance as uh, the mother of the abducted little kid. Who uh, that little kid's awesome in this. <laughs> uh, you really uh, Spielberg pretty much solidifies that. Yeah, I'm good with child actors. Uh, <laughs> I can do that, and because you watch this movie and she is basically hysterical the whole time that her kid is gone. But it's believable. It doesn't look like bullshit. You know? You'd see that in a lot of other movies where, oh, my child is missing. And it's just like a really bullshit performance. Uh, not here. No, she's doing great work. Um, I really liked Bob Balaban. That guy. Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. Okay, from the band. He was great with his beard. <laughs> Making maps, uh, hanging out with Francois Truffaut, uh, which uh, is awesome. I've I really like Truffaut in this movie. I've never seen one of his films himself that he directed, uh, but if his performance in this is anything to go on, then yeah, I'd probably like his work. Oh yeah, um, he I, I just saw him recently. Uh, in a film he directed, in a film he starred in, uh, mm. Day for Night. Okay, I've um, heard of that. He's, yeah, he, he's he's playing a, a director, um, and it is very meta. Like he's just playing mm. himself essentially in this movie, uh, in in Day for Night, and uh, yeah, it, he's he's like really good in it. Um, and 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 that was like a few years before this, before Close Encounters. Mm. And yeah, it, I mean, I I love Truffaut in this and Close Encounters. It's, um, I just and also I love hearing. And Spielberg talk about um, like getting Truffaut like to, like to come and work for him like to yeah, be which an is actor crazy. in this film. <laughs> yeah, because at that point Truffaut was like, I think he had just won the Oscar for Day for Night. Hmm. So and and by that point he had directed already like Four Hundred Blows and like yeah. uh, uh, Jewels and Jim and classics already. So uh, to have like Truffaut in in this in at that point one of the biggest movies of all time. Oh, he was Spielberg actually only uh, nominated for Day for Night. Oh, was he? Oh, god! But it did thought, win thought... best foreign film. Okay, that—that's what it is. was. Okay, it won for it won for best foreign film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I think when I first saw this, I was only familiar with Truffaut as like the director. But yeah, after seeing uh, Day for Night, uh, yeah, it, 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 he's a he's a very good actor too. Yeah, and Dreyfus is tremendous in this as well. Oh god! It, this may be my favorite. It, it it might be just it might be tied for it might be tied with Jaws in terms of favorite. Uh, I thought you were going to say Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Holland's Opus is fine too, but it's I, not that bad. It's it's not bad. It just has a really funny name that I like to say. Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> Mr. Holland's um, Opus. <laughs> <laughs> but Jaws is is amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, Dreyfus and Jaws. It, uh, one of my Which I also ever. watched this week. Just want to give that a quick reference. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jaws. It holds up. We talked about it a few months ago. Uh, it's Jaws. Go see it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, they are screening it because um, the reason why I saw Close Encounters on the big screen was because my local uh, chain, the Draft House Theater, they're doing a Spielberg retrospective this month. And luckily enough, they're doing Jaws tomorrow, oh, nice. and they're also doing Poltergeist tomorrow. Oh well, that makes so, sense because he did direct that. <laughs> he t- uh, hey, uh, what's her name? Said uh, said he did the uh, the the old lady. Yeah, um, I, for- I mean, I forgot uh, Zelda something maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she 
she made a big to do about about saying that. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, if, just watch the scene, the the child abduction scene in Close Encounters, uh, with the the light going down the chimney. Uh, watch that and see how terrifying it is. Yeah, he did Poltergeist. <laughs> that's that's all the evidence you need in one sequence of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, he did yeah, that. Movie. And and I do feel bad for Toby Hooper because he, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't feel too bad because he 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 already made a he already directed a classic, right? He did, he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's good. Yeah, exactly. You're good. So yeah, he, he's good. So uh, and then I hear stories about him like not caring about. Uh, poltergeist mm-hmm. being on set being like uh, b- uh, belligerent I don't know I don't know what happened but uh, but I- I'm glad that it, uh, poltergeist exists as it is like it is pure Spielberg yes and yeah it, it-, it definitely shows so yeah um, I might see that tomorrow um, and I'm kind of excited about that um, because the last time I saw it poster- the last time I saw Pope uh, I can't even say it the last time I saw uh, Poltergeist on the big screen mm. was it was a terrible experience because I went to a Regal and they they just decided to put on the DVD uh, oh, of that's great. Poltergeist on the big screen. So that was that was awful. Yeah. What? Um, no, don't do that. No. Yeah. So that was bad. But yeah, um, uh, I can't wait to. Yeah, I, I'm glad um, my theater is doing this and they're just ramping everybody up for Bridge of Spies. Yes. Which. I keep seeing previews for, and I'm getting more and more excited about it. Looks really good. Really, really good. He's putting Uh, it out just in time for my birthday, and I'm very excited. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. I know that. Um, So, okay, Close Encounters. Close Encounters. What else can we say about Close Encounters? I I think we've said it all. I mean... Um, That's a good movie. (laughs) I'll say one more thing. The... um, yeah, it, uh, seeing uh, Close Encounters and E.T., they're like two perfect Spielberg movies because they're very similar. And also one aspect that I love about both of them is like the third act and how it becomes an opera, essentially, and how John Williams' score just drives mm-hmm. those last two third acts. <laughs> because the last two third acts of both those are just it's like the last 20 minutes of E.T. is like nothing but John Williams music and it, and it is, just sweeps you away it's amazing yeah it is gorgeous and like the last like 20 minutes of Close Encounters is like it's almost like a silent movie very few words are spoken but it's all about that great music the, yeah the music the language of those notes like the 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 communication between us and and like the the the, the aliens mm. yeah it is oh so beautiful and it's and it has um uh Spielberg's uh, uh that Spielberg cliche now uh Spielberg face of just people if, if have you heard of Spielberg people face in awe. yeah people in awe just staring up yeah. and, and looking and all <laughs> yeah. it, it's 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 oh god it is um it's a it cliche beautiful. but it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it, it, I I love this movie now. Um, I don't know. It's quite good. Uh, I, uh, I guess I should slap the the me of like you know ten years ago who first saw it and I was like eh, it's it's uh, whatever it's fine. it's okay it's okay well oh and and um, we should say that the the director's cut is the way to go mm-hmm. right yeah um, oh another fun a- thing when I was a kid I thought this was the third in a in a, in a trilogy. 
<laughs> That's right. Uh, this was um, the days before the internet, and I just thought, oh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I guess I should see the first and the second. <laughs> <laughs> and and one yeah, one funny story uh, that I saw in the behind-the-scenes stuff on, on the Blu-ray is that the, the biggest fight Spielberg had with the studio about this movie was just the, the, the title. Like uh-huh, they wanted yeah. it, They wanted to change it because it sounded confusing. Um, but he was like, no, this is this is going to be the movie. It's going to be the movie's title. This is it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I can't wait to for the fourth kind. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's called War of the Worlds, and it's awesome. It uh, happened. Beautiful. That's now that's a trilogy. Uh, Close Encounters, E.T., yes. and <laughs> War of the Worlds. <laughs> All right. I'll just mention briefly, uh, Creep. Um, I've heard a lot of talk about this on, on Twitter. It's on Netflix. Um, I, I I heard very little about it before it, it jumped on Netflix. Um, and it, it, it is um, very short, mm-hmm. very well done, um, very interesting found footage movie. Yeah, I remember when this came out on Netflix, uh, there was a big thing on uh, Pixels and Reels. Uh, everyone was talking about it, uh, and the reactions were all over the place. It was the best thing. It was the worst thing. Uh, it was okay. Uh, what the hell did I just watch? You know, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it's, it was interesting seeing this and a movie we'll discuss a little bit later, um, The Visit, um, seeing them like a day apart because I saw Creep on uh, Thursday and I saw The Visit on Friday. Huh. Um, no, I, they're both found footage movies and they both kind of um, bring something new to the found footage movie. Oh. Um, and I, I like what they do in Creep. It is, I think it's original enough. I think it, there are some inventive things in it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, any movie that does that, or any found footage movie, any horror movie that kind of just attempts to do something kind of new, I, 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 I totally give them, I give them benefit of the doubt. Yeah, kind of like Unfriended did. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it's creepy. It's not like super scary. It's it is a little predictable at times, but but um, but yeah, it is a little inventive. And also, I can't uh, talk about this without saying Mark Duplass, um, who stars in it. And also, I see now that he he co-wrote it hmm. and he produced it. Uh, he plays the the the, the titular creep. Like he uh-huh. is, he, he's, he's a very creepy good. looking dude as it is. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 it works. Uh, his his persona, his his uh, his range. It this is like a perfect role for him, and he he embodies the creep very well. <laughs> he is the creep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's. I think that's as much as I want to say. Um, like I said, it's it's short enough that you can just watch it. Um, and just have 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 fun with it, and not at the end say, "Oh, that was it." Like it's it's <laughs> it's yeah, definitely worth your time, is what I'm saying. Um, and then I should also say, it is produced by Bloomhouse Productions, ah. which which is like um, the Bloomhouse also produced The Visit. And for those who don't know Bloomhouse, um, like look them up because they've. They've had a hand in a lot of great like horror movies in the last few years. Yeah, they're now. like the new uh, the new go to horror uh, studio. Yeah, and they hey, I, I'm looking on the list right now. They also produced Unfriended. So yes, yes, yeah. they did uh, the Insidious movies. Um, they also did uh, what was it, Sinister? 
So yeah, mm. and and not, not only horror. I think they're expanding out. Oh, they also. I did. believe they might have. They might have done the gift. I was about to say they did the gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're uh, they're good. They're yeah. a good studio. Actually, they're, they're very good. And I'll talk about them a little bit later when I talk about the visit because I think it's an it's a. Um, I'll just say right now, I'm glad that in my Shyamalan, um, I guess joined up with them because I think they it, they produce good results for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 all about creep. I should say, go see it, see the creep. Okay, see it. See it. Uh, I'm going to talk about a movie about a creep that you should not see under any circumstances. It is the uh, Lifetime event <laughs> movie Rob Lowe in Drew Peterson Untouchable. Uh, this movie happened right in front of my eyes. It happened, and I watched it, and uh, it is terrible in all the ways. It is overwrought. It is overacted to a great degree by Rob Lowe, but he seems to like have a good time playing this piece of shit human being. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I could see this being a um, like a riff tracks thing in like a, a couple years. It's terrible in almost every conceivable way. Oh god, I I think I've seen I'm shocked that it was released because <laughs> some of this some of this dialogue is just oh wow, they said that. <laughs> yeah, it's oh my god, and it it is so bad. It's so bad. So is And it, everyone is terrible. So is it is it like a run of the mill like lifetime like movie of the week sort of thing? But just kinda, yeah. But it has Rob Lowe playing a guy who murdered his wife, <laughs> and he's like terrible. He's a terrible human. the The movie ends with him flashing a bunch of police officers. That's it. Oh Jesus! And and saying like, yeah, I knew you wanted to see this. <laughs> and he starts doing a stupid little dance in like the evidence room where he has to take his clothes off. That's how the movie ends. And I'm spoiling it because no one should watch this piece of garbage <laughs> ever, ever. Don't watch it. Yeah, it ends with Rob Lowe doing a stupid little hula dance, waving his uh, willy around. Oh, That's the movie. Jesus. So I I always knew you were queer. And then he starts dancing and like wiggling it around. Like that's how the movie ends. <laughs> so they they don't they don't go about making like a <laughs> a realistic approach to this person's life. They just go. For oh, it. not at all. Not like, at all. The, the campy like like just uh, what's uh, exploitational aspect. Uh, of imagine that. imagine Gone Girl without the twist. Directed by Yui Bolt. <laughs> perfect. That sounds perfect. To That's me. and that is Drew Peterson, Untouchable. <laughs> untouchable. That's, that's how you are. <laughs> that's a movie, and that movie is very touchable because it is garbage. And I will sing it to the high heavens. <laughs> it happened. It happened to me. I watched it. Oh, that's that's a movie. That's your rating of it. It's, that's a movie. That's that's it. Barely qualifies, but yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> have you have you seen um, uh, that Will Ferrell Lifetime movie? Uh, oh, the Dangerous Adoption. The, the yeah, the the Deadly Adoption. I ha- Deadly Adopt. Yeah, I have not seen that, but I hear it's uh, high art. So <laughs> I will be watching it soon. <laughs> I, I really want to see it because it's. I, th- I think for the most part they're playing it straight. Uh, Will yeah, Ferrell they are. And Kristen Wiig. But it is on that level of like the things that happen to them are so absurd. And well, it's a lifetime movie; it has to be. Yeah, but I it, it fascinates me that that Farrell and 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 Wig are just 
in the in, in in the roles that like you see. Oh, I know, and they just go for it. Yeah, and they just go for it. So I, I definitely want to see that. I hope that's a little bit better than Drew Peterson. Drew Peterson, untouchable. Untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So we can move on from untouchable. Okay. <laughs> hey. uh, another one. I what's up? Oh, and I was going to say, hey, you saw another one. I did. It's called The Town That Dreaded Sundown, and it is a remake remake of the 70s movie based on the murders that took place in Texarkana back in the 60s, I think, or 50s. I don't know. This is this is like a remake, reboot, reimagining, scream knockoff that we haven't seen since the days of, like, Valentine Eesh. and Urban Legend. Uh, yeah, that's right. I name-dropped Valentine. Remember that one? Oh, God. With... With David Borneys. Yeah, everyone David, remembers Bones in that movie. David Borneanis was the killer, right? I think. Angel himself. Yes, we <laughs> just spoiled Valentine for you. Whoops, sorry. Oh, sorry. Whoops, we spoiled some garbage. <laughs> That's oh. another podcast we're going to be working on called Whoops, We Spoiled Some Garbage. <laughs> where we'll right. just spoil terrible movies for you. Gonna write that down. That's a, actually, yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. We're gonna use that. Uh, yeah, this movie really wants to be Scream. It has like reenactments of the original Town that Dreaded Sundown. Uh, it has. Uh, I can't even describe it. Like things go into like shady world sometimes when like a reenactment happens because it's a copycat killer. Of yeah, okay, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> it's visually very nice, and the gore effects are awesome because they're they're practical effects, and they did a great job with the gore. Uh, other than that, uh, this is a really another not good movie. I I watched some bad movies this week, and uh, I feel bad. I feel <laughs> bad for myself. Oh, so okay, so I'm confused as to whether this is a remake. Is it a remake? So am I. <laughs> it's it's remake slash sequel. I don't know. Oh, that's so odd because I before this I I have heard of the the, the original, but I, yes, I which never is got set a, up like a documentary. Yeah, I never got a clear answer about about this new one. Um, whether it was an original, no, whether it was a remake to the original. Yeah, I can't even get a straight answer by watching the thing. So, <laughs> what did that tell you? I'm, I'm hoping that the, the original is is better. I I, I want to see that one. I watched about half an hour of it, and I fell asleep. <laughs> so, take that as you will. All right. All right. I, <laughs> I'm not writing that one down. Not. Yeah, don't write that down. That's the... Uh, uh, but yeah, this movie, I had decent hopes, and then they just they flew away like the sun goes down. <laughs> oh, sadness. Uh, hey, but hey, I, I, I hope they saw a, a good movie... Um, I did see a good movie. Uh, the Angels over at Astron 6 Video uh, recently made a movie called The Editor, uh, which is a great riff on uh, the Italian horror films of Dario Argento, Mario Bava, stuff like that from like the uh, 70s and 80s. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful film. Uh, it gets every quirk of that genre right. And it uh, stabs it in the eyes with scissors. Uh, it, this movie is just great. They, it's the first time they had a decent a budget with one of their films. These are the guys that made uh, Father's Day, uh, Manborg, which is a personal favorite of mine. And it's the first time they had a decent budget and were able to get some uh, actors that weren't 
them and their friends. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, world's uh, best worst actor Udo Kier is in this. Uh, he's always a good time. He always hams it up, and he hams it up here top notch. Uh, the lead actor, I guess he was an actor in that from The Human Centipede Two, is in this, and he plays like a kindly old priest, <laughs> and uh, it's really awesome. Uh, the main guy who's investigating the killer editor in this, uh, they make him up to look like uh, Donald Sutherland and Don't Look Now. Uh, wow. So he's he's dressed like that the entire time, and like the priest even makes a reference. He's like, ah, a young Donald Sutherland. And, and uh, So yeah, these guys, Astron 6 do the Lord's work. Uh, they make highly entertaining movies on shoestring budgets. Uh, that are not dull in the slightest. Uh, this is hilarious. Uh, almost every joke hits. Uh, I cracked up really loud numerous times. Uh, yeah, if, if you're a fan of uh, films like Suspiria and the old uh, Italian horror films like that, uh, you're going to like the editor because it's a great wink and a nod to that entire genre. And it shows that these guys, uh, Adam Brooks is uh, one of the directors, uh, they have their heart in the right place when they... Uh, it's not even a spoof, it's just a good old riff on, uh, on the whole genre. And uh, it gets weird, it gets fun, uh, the effects are great. Uh, yeah, definitely check out the editor if you get the chance. Uh, Shout Factory, Scream Factory, they just put out a uh, awesome Blu-ray that has uh, great special features. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, go see the editor. Nice. I, I'm so happy that uh, that, they, that you liked it because I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard like mixed things. I've heard some people like really love it. I had also heard mixed things, and uh, but no, they get everything right, uh, even down to the uh, English dubbing of the language. Uh the entire film is dubbed over in English, uh, just like the old Italian movies were. So it's a subtle thing, but yeah, it's great. It, the editor is fantastic. Oh, that sounds so good. So good. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking this out. I, I will definitely see this. Definitely do. It's, uh, it's a hoot and a holler. <laughs> a hoot and a holler. Another rating from Matt Curione. A little bit of both. <laughs> All right. Final film of this episode. Um, I mentioned it before. Uh, this is like a very horror-heavy episode. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I like it, I like it. Well, we're getting to that time of the year, the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, yes, I, I can't wait. Um, I, I, I would like to do um, a little horror marathon. I, I, I tend to do one on my own, but I might I might get Talk From Society involved. Um, so, yeah, I... I I love seeing the ones I love. Like, um, I think I always have to see uh, Dead Alive uh, around this time. Well, you've uh, never seen Dead Alive? Oh, or I, have no, you? I have. I always see it around oh, this okay. time. Okay. I always oh, see it. Oh, my goodness. Um, scared me. No, trust me. I love that movie. It, it's like a must I see. kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that lawnmower, uh, bloody destruction scene. It's beautiful. Oh, I miss Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I miss old, weird Peter Jackson so much. Uh, what was that one with the? God, I, I I forget the one with the with the puppets. Jesus, Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. So, which I'm looking at the DVD right now. It's on my shelf. Uh, that is a freaking crazy town movie. It lives in crazy town. Oh God, so demented. It's and and even like up to the Frighteners. The Frighteners is is, is good. I like the Frighteners. Oh, it's stellar. I yeah. love the Frighteners. Yeah, and then 
yeah, if if anybody out there has seen Peter Jackson, I tell him to come back. Um, yeah, we miss that guy. Yeah, um, we miss weird Peter Jackson. It, it's actually a good segue, kind of, because I I kind of wish Peter Jackson would do something smaller, as mm-hmm. something more down to earth, less special effects. Um, sign of, uh, I can't talk. Kind of, sort of how M Night Shyamalan has just has just done with the visit. Yes, um, I've heard nothing but good things. Because M. Night Shyamalan, I believe his last movie was um, the one of the worst movies of all time, The Last Airbender. Oh, actually, no, it was After Earth. That After was his Earth. last movie. Oh, God, I forgot about the, After uh, Earth. Will Smith, the Will Smith, Jaden Smith vehicle. <sighs> See, I... That's how bad that movie was because I forgot that existed. Yeah, and the last movie I saw by him was uh, The Chick in the Pool. Oh, the, the 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 lady in the lady water. in the yeah. water, <laughs> the chick in the pool, uh, <laughs> the alternate like Swedish title, the chick in the yes, pool. Yes, uh, that's what it was called on posters in uh, Sweden. <laughs> so yeah, um, so the last few films of his terrible, um, high budget messes, but now with the visit, low budget, very small, very intimate, found footage. Um, and he actually makes a good movie. Like that's the twist. M. Night Shyamalan. Is, <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan has made a good movie. Um, I I really like this movie. It is it is so. Um, like I said, it, it's like small, but it works. It, it deals with like these these two kids who visit their their grandparents, and their grandparents um, start to do weird things. And and what sort of drives this is one of the kids, um, the the girl, she's like making a documentary for her mom, um, and yeah, that's that's um, how the fan footage aspect of it uh, comes into play. Gotcha. And and yeah, I mean, uh, that's as much as I want to say because I don't want to like spoil anything. Um, yeah, I heard it's good. Uh, a friend of mine, Josh Rosenfeld, uh, you know him, yes? Yes, yes, he's been on, yeah, uh, he's been on the he- show. Uh, yeah, he posted about it in Pixels and Reels, and he said, I'm here for a Friday morning screening. The only other person in the theater is an old lady. And uh, for some reason, he didn't find that to be creepy. Uh, that would terrify me, especially knowing the premise of the film. Oh, God, yeah. It, <laughs> um, it'll... If you go see this movie and there's just one little old lady sitting like two rows behind you, yeah, go see a different screening. <laughs> Uh, halfway through, I, I thought, uh, man, the, uh, old people who see this will find this very offensive to them because it, <laughs> it, 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 it does not paint old people well. It is, <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like an exploitation movie. Uh, just <laughs> Elderly exploitation, I dig it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, geez, it, there are things in it that are just obscene to a point um, that. It's like jaw dropping. There's a moment towards the end that's like jaw dropping. Actually, two moments. I don't want to spoil it, but um, oh God, it is. I, I, I. Um, when I see something and something totally floors me, something so crazy, I always say, mm. "Jesus fucking Christ!" And yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said. I said that at the end of that. That's like a telltale sign that I'm just in shock of something is me saying oh. is me saying Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah, that <laughs> that that happened to me at the end of this. Um, so it's got your seal of approval. That's yeah, cool. it definitely has my seal of approval. Um, again, and it's I guess it's the year of like unexpected um, 
horror films, like uh, films that um, catch me by surprise. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I put this in there with Unfriended, another like found footage movie that tries something new. And this one, it tries something new. I think it does something in the found footage genre that I don't think I've seen uh, done before. So that it gets points for that. And I'll, and I'll say that the actual plot line, the story. It is heartfelt too. There's a, there's actual drama going on, and it works. It works on that element. It works at the crazy horror element. And okay, yeah, there are moments when Shyamalan's writing is is pushed forward, and you mm. definitely can tell he's not the best writer in the world. But but um, for the most part, it it's not like I would just say it's not like um, Lady in the Water or The Village where it's just very or after earth oh, that's terrible god the terrible writing in that it, it it's it's not it's not that level of terrible writing but there are like a few moments where you kind of like oh this is Shyamalan being crazy Shyamalan yeah but he but he pushes uh, past that and and makes an effective little horror movie that that does some uh, uh, imaginative things uh, but yeah that's the visit i liked it i liked it a lot yeah i have to check this out i'm probably going uh, later tonight so. yeah oh and i'll say <laughs> uh, and I think I think uh, Josh Rosenfield himself said this on Twitter, because you know he was one of the people who sort of convinced me to see this. I, I saw him praise the movie, um, and I was like, you know, I, I might as well see this because I've heard enough people on my Twitter feed yeah. uh, praise this. I think he may have mentioned that they nail um, how kids act. I, th- I think he may have tweeted that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I may have to look back and, and double check, but uh, but yeah, it, it 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 does it does nail. Like how kids act, and yeah, they can be like abrasive at times, annoying, um, especially one of the kids. But uh, but but you but you get a a sense that this is what kids will actually do in the situation. This is how kids would act. This is how kids would talk. And I think Shyamalan nails that aspect of it. It's 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 a genuine feeling that that uh, resonates through the whole thing. So it's it, it. I'm I'm in awe of me praising an M Night Shyamalan movie in 2015. It's, huh. <laughs> it's it's unexpected for sure, but what a time to be alive! <laughs> I know. Uh, people would say it would never happen, but it's happening now. Um, so yeah, go see the new M-, M Night Shyamalan movie. People, go see it. Yeah. So that's hey man. I will go see it. Yes, please, please, and and yes, we'll we can discuss it. Um, I hope you like it. I hope everybody out there likes it. Oh, and okay, one last thing. Uh, see it with a crowd. See it with a crowd because that's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> well, any any horror film is great to see with a big crowd. Yeah, exactly, and especially this one. There, especially towards the end, there are moments when the crowd I was seeing it with were just like, almost screaming at the movie. They were <laughs> they were in shock. Uh, it's also like funny. They were laughing with it. Um, it it it's it, yeah, it's an effective uh, horror movie, especially. Uh, it, What's the word? It's a crowd pleaser. There you go. Okay, good. I approve. There you go. I'm glad. I'm glad you approve. I'm doing good. Um, Oh, and Catherine Hahn. For those who love Catherine Hahn, like I do, I I adore her. There's enough of her in this to to keep to to keep your Catherine Hahn love alive. Yes. Yes. Uh, If for that alone, see the movie, Catherine Hahn fans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I fully intend on it. All right, Matt. I think I think we've reached the end of our little episode. Yeah, here. I think that brings us to the end of uh, 
episode three of Hey, What You Watching? Exactly. Um, any last words, Matt? Uh, yeah, you can always get up, get back to us uh, on the Twitter uh, at the Real Matt C at Talk Film Society if you want to let us know what you've been watching, and uh, we'll talk about it here on the show. And uh, yeah, stay tuned, folks. It's a good time. Exactly. Oh, oh, and why don't we read a Twitter response? Hey, we asked. Oh, we did have a Twitter response. We did. We did. We we asked somebody. Hey, what you watching? And uh, we had one sole response. <laughs> it, it just must be because I asked like last minute, and it's like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Um. It, I know here in Texas it's a nice day, so who wants to spend it uh, on Twitter? Um saying about what you're watching uh, they're 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 running around in the grass somewhere yeah know. anyway bunch of losers. <laughs> bunch of losers um you know who's not a loser uh at dr west anthony dr west anthony is not a loser at all because no. he actually responded to our question of tell us what you've watched what you're going to watch this weekend and we'll read your responses on the podcast and guess what West, guess what, West? We're going to read your response on the podcast. <laughs> uh, he had responded with, so far I'm watching 30s classics, uh, Lady for a Day, Stella Dallas, Bo Guest, uh, but I may switch to Westerns at any moment. And uh, if you know West, uh, he probably will switch to Westerns at any moment. <laughs> Beautiful. Westerns are never a bad thing. Never. No. No. Good. So thank you, at Dr. West Anthony. West Anthony. All right. So response. Don't worry, folks. You will respond to our tweets. We will we will make you respond. Right. Or else. Or else. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. All um, right. Uh, did you mention plugs? No, not today. No, no plugs for you. <laughs> Just follow follow at the real Matt C. Um, yeah. If if you've listened to this entire episode and you're not following at the real Matt C, then I don't know what what your problem is. Yeah, um, yeah. Follow at the real Matt C. Follow at Pixels and Reels. There you uh, go. It's a good time. It is a good time. That that should be your header. It's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Of course, follow the Talk Film Society on Twitter at Talk Film S O C, Talk Film Sock. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me, you can find me on Marcelo Pico on Twitter. But yeah. Oh, and follow our Letterboxed. Um, What's uh, what's your letterboxed? Um, the real Matsy. Say yeah, same as Twitter. Mine is Marcelo J Pico, the same as my Twitter. So yeah, follow. Uh, I mean, I I don't write reviews and I rarely rate things, but I still maintain a diary. I I, I still keep that up. <laughs> so um, yeah, there you go on letterboxed and okay. And with that, this is the end. <laughs> Uh, how do I close this? I'll just say, hey folks, Bye. keep keep on watching the movies. Because you have to. <laughs> okay, that's it.